Hi and welcome. Be careful who you listen to. If you are at a place in your life right now where you don't want to be anymore and you want to get to some place where you do want to be and you need advice, please be careful who you listen to and who you take advice from. And that's what we're going to talk about in this episode of Life Chain Secrets, but we're not just going to talk. I'm going to tell you who are the kinds of people that you need to be listening to, and I'm also going to tell you the five characteristics that they need to have, especially if you want to get to that place as quickly as possible. All right? And we're going to get to it right after this. Are you ready for a change and to finally do something about that feeling inside of you that says you have a different calling in life? To finally go after that dream or dust off that project you've been thinking of creating but still haven't done anything about yet? Do you need some support, direction, or motivational words from someone who has been there and who understands you? Well, if so, you've come to the right place. This podcast is a place to find inspiration for those who want to take control and change their lives for the better. Welcome to Life Change Secrets. Here's your host, Tony. When I decided to start my business years ago, I actually made the same mistake that we're talking about right now. I listened to the wrong people for advice. And, and the reason that you get sucked in sometimes is because the advice sounds so good and it sounds so logical. But the question that you have to ask yourself is, the people that you're accepting advice from, have they done what you're trying to do? Do they actually have experience at this? Or is it something that they heard? You see what I mean? Or another thing that I look at is, is this person someone who is making an effort to improve themselves? Are they, do they read a lot? Are they going to a lot of seminars and courses? Are they investing in themselves and in their personal growth? And if the answer to those questions are no, then it's like, what, you know, how, why would I want to accept advice from this person? Now, that doesn't mean that sometimes people who aren't even in your field or who don't have any idea doesn't mean that they can't give you something to think about. But just be careful when you take all that advice from that one person who hasn't even done, has, doesn't have any experience at all, and you take their advice and you, and you act on that alone. That's dangerous. I think a classic example is at home. When you talk to your family members, your mom, your dad, your, your, your brothers and sisters, your, even your best friends, and you talk to them about what you have planned and you get negative feedback. And then you don't do anything because you got negative feedback because they don't think it's a good idea. But what's that based on? Do they have any experience? You know, you can love those person, those people to death. But if they don't have any experience, then, you know, take what they gave you for, as you know, take it with a grain of salt, but then go and find, do some more research. But when you do more research, here's what I say. And, and I, I wanted to, talk to you about this first before you do anything. Know this, there are basically three ways, and if you've heard me speak anywhere or you heard other episodes, you might have heard this before, but I don't think it ever hurts to hear things again because it helps to drive home the message. 
And I believe that if you want to get from where you are to where you want to be, you have three choices. You can either go it alone and try to figure it out all by yourself without asking anyone or just asking the people around you who may or may not have any experience in this at all. Or you can go to courses and seminars and read books and maybe there you will find what it is you need to be able to get from where you are to where you want to be. You know, going to seminars, for example, is a great place to network with people and to be around like-minded people who you can bounce ideas off of, who are going through the same things that you're going through and who have maybe tested some things that you're thinking about and can give you some advice about what works and what doesn't. You know, that's great. Books, same thing. YouTube videos, same thing, right? Or, but the fastest way that I found to get from where I wanted to be to where I am today is to get myself a coach. And so that's a coach or a mentor. And here are the five characteristics that I look for in a good coach or a good mentor. So going back to the the original question, who are you listening to? These are the people, in my opinion, and this is, you know, more than 30 years of experience, 15 as an entrepreneur. And these are the people that I strongly suggest that you look for and that you take mentorship and advice and suggestions from for, to help you to get from where you are to where you wanna be. And those five characteristics are these. The first characteristic for me, it needs to be somebody who's already done what I'm trying to do. I don't want somebody who thinks they know, somebody who says they know, I want somebody who's already done it. And because there's the world is full of people who are just faking it until they make it, you know? And they will read things in books. They'll do some research on on the web. And then they'll try to tell you and give you advice about what you should be doing when they themselves have never even done it. So be very careful about that. That's the first characteristic that I look for. The second characteristic is someone who is very knowledgeable about what it's going to take for me to get to where I want to get to. Now, you might say, well, if they've already done it, Tony, they probably are knowledgeable about it. And I say not necessarily because if they just fell into this or if they got lucky and maybe they were, it was given to them and they got everything handed to them on a silver spoon, they may not be able to explain to me and be knowledgeable about what it's going to take for me to get there. And so I need that to be a characteristic as well, right? And so when I start to choose that person, I start asking them questions, You know, when they start giving me advice, I start asking them questions to see whether or not they're really knowledgeable, okay? And to sometimes to know the answers to those questions, because sometimes you say, well, if I don't know, how am I going to know whether or not they're really knowledgeable? Well, sometimes before you start looking for a mentor, you should do some research first to have an idea about some of the questions that you need to ask this person, right? And what kind of answers you should be expecting, right? before you actually choose. And it might mean that you have to do several interviews with different people before you actually find the one that you're looking for. And the more interviews you do, the more information you're going to have and know what kind of questions to ask, what kind of answers to expect based on the answers that you got from others that sounded really good and that made sense and that were proven to be correct, you know. 
And so you might want to do, I wouldn't, I would never suggest just asking one person and saying, okay, I think that's the right person. I'm going to go with that person. You know, do your homework for it. It's just like when you go and you're looking for something that you want to buy, a nice jacket or something like that, you might see one that you like right away. Or you might have to go and look around and do some window shopping and do some looking around to see if that's the right one. The same thing if you want some uh, medical advice. You don't just go to one doctor, especially if it's about something that's really important regarding your health. You're going to go to a lot of different doctors or or at least two or three to, to get some different opinions, right? What's the same thing? This is about your future. And so, like I said, the first thing is it's got to be somebody who's already done it. The second thing is it's got to be somebody who's knowledgeable about what it's going to take for you to get there. All right. The third thing that I look for is someone who is able to communicate in the way that is going to make it easy for me to learn exactly what I need to do to get from where I am to where I want to be. And that means it needs to be someone who's a good communicator. There are so many people in this world who are really intelligent, but they don't know how to communicate because they think that speaking and communicating is the same thing. And it isn't. Everybody has its her, his or her own way or preferred way of receiving and giving communicating information. Everybody. And all those ways are not the same. You and I, you are listening to this this podcast episode, and me, there's a good chance that you and I both have different communication styles. But if you are here listening to me, and you've been following me for any length of time now, there's also a good chance that there's, there's a reason for that. And that is because maybe you like my communication style. Maybe the way I explain things, it resonates with you, right? And see, that's what I need in my mentor. I need somebody who can speak to me and who can communicate to me in such a way that I can understand stuff. So I don't have to figure out what it is I have to do when I get back home, right? That's what I want. And so that's another characteristic I look for. And then the fourth characteristic that I look for in a mentor is someone not only who's able to communicate to me, but someone who is willing to communicate to me. Now, I don't know how many times you've ever been to the doctor or you've been in a store when you were looking for something, and the store clerk or the doctor, they make you feel like a number. They just want to get you in and out. You can just feel it. It's the way that it's their nonverbal communication. You know, they're just rushing you through it because they don't really want to ask them questions and they get irritated when you ask them questions. And, you know, it's just, it just, that really irks me. That bothers me. Because I am here and I need your help. And you're making me feel like you're, this is just too much of a bother for you. I don't want somebody like that as my coach or as my mentor. I want somebody who wants to help me, genuinely has a desire to help me and other people to succeed. You may or may not know by now that when I left the corporate world, one of the first things that I did is I went to New York and I studied acting. I initially started studying with a teacher who I didn't feel really cared about my success and about whether I learned or not. She just wanted to cash the money. She wanted to work in the class with the people that she really liked, and I felt excluded. And I said, you know what? I'm not going to put up with this. I'm going to look for another teacher. And so I went out and interviewed other acting schools and acting teachers until I found one called, her name was Wendy Ward, because I had the genuine feeling, and then it which turned out to be true, that she was really and truly interested in the learning of her students. She wanted to help people to grow as actors, and that's the kind of person that I wanted to be with.
That's the kind of person I wanted to study with. I originally said that there were five characteristics. I could throw another one in here too. And that is, if a good mentor, a good coach will also hold you accountable for the things that you're supposed to be doing between one session and the next. So I've been in this situation before too. I have, I have sometimes, I feel like I have such a strong personality that when I go look for a coach, I think I know what I want. But a lot of times that's not true. I think I do. And so I tell the person what I want. I've, this has happened with agencies in the past um, that I've asked to help me to do marketing online. And I tell them what I think I want and I need. And they tell me this, okay, we'll do that for you. And they do it. But then the results aren't there. And then I get upset. I used to get upset with them, but I got upset with myself too because I'm, I'm like, I need to be more humble. I need to be more coachable. You know, I need to listen to the experts because I'm not the expert. I think I know what I want, but that's not. But what I want my coach to do is, first of all, if I tell you that I want something or this is what I think I need, I want you to tell me if you think that's not true. Tell me that. And then also when you give me homework, because a real coach or a real good mentor is not somebody who's just going to explain things to you. They're going to actually help you and walk you through the steps, take you under their wing and walk you through the whole process of actually getting it done. And that's what I said, you know, I want somebody who's willing to do that, who's going to tuck me under their wing and take me through the steps that are going to help me to get from where I am to where I want to be. But at the same time, those steps from one step to the next, that mentor it's going to hold you accountable. So the next time you you meet, they're not going to say, okay, last time we said we were going to do this and now we're going to do this. No, the first thing that they should tell you is, did you do what I told you to do last time? Because if you didn't do it, then how are we going to, we can't go on to the next step. You need to make sure you get that done and we're not going to go until you do And yeah, but this is costing me money. I don't care. That's the kind of mentor I want. I want somebody who's going to hold me accountable. You said you were going to do this, now do it. And if you don't do it, and I've done this too with, with coaching clients, if you don't do the work that I tell you to do, then I'm not going to work with you anymore. This isn't about the money for me. And that's how you can really um, understand whether or not somebody really cares because they're interested in results. They're not just interested in cashing in and getting the money. You see? And then the fifth or the sixth, I guess I could say now, characteristic that a person needs to have if you're going to choose them as your mentor, as your coach, or take advice and suggestions for them from them, is that it's got to be somebody that you can trust. It's got to be somebody that you can trust to do all the stuff that I just talked about. Now, that's not always easy to see right off the bat. You know, you might have you might have a sixth sense in the beginning about whether you can trust that person or not. But it might be something that you see over time as you start to work together. But that's okay. But just beware of the signals. When you start to get signals that any of those characteristics that I just talked about are not true, that's the time to make the break or to, to put it into question whether or not you should continue to work with that person. Because it might, if by just continuing to work with that person, might be slowing down your progress. Okay? So like I said at the very beginning of this episode, be careful who you listen to and who you take advice from. It's so important, especially if you want to get from where you are to where you want to be as quickly as possible, especially also if you have to pay money for this person because a good coach is going to cost you some money or rather to have a good coach, you're going to have to invest 
a lot of money because that's what you should look at it as, as an investment. It's not a cost. It's only a cost if you if you take somebody, if you buy a book and that's a how-to book and you don't put into practice what you read in the book. It's only a cost if you go to a seminar or a course and you learn something and you don't put it into practice. Then it's a cost. It's only a cost if you get a coach or a mentor, you pay that person a lot of money and they tell you what to do and you don't do it and you don't get any results, then it's a cost. You have to decide before you put out pull out any money to further your personal development that it's going to be an investment in your future. It's going to be an investment. And that means when you make an investment, one of the things that you want to do is you want to get a return on that investment. So if you're going to spend $10,000, $5,000, $15,000, whatever, however much money you spend, if you're going to spend that money, you're going to want to make sure that you're going to get at least that amount of money back. Because otherwise, why do it, right? And it might not mean that you get it back in cash, but you're going to get it in knowledge. You're going to get it in. You're going to get it back in something that's going to help you to start your business, to get more clients, to make that change in your life that you want to make, whatever it is. And that will be worth it for you because you invested in yourself to get what you want. All right. So I hope this was helpful. Like I always say, there's a lot of different ways for you to keep in contact with me. Um, Look at the descriptions in the podcast episode. Um, You'll see there's things that you can download, videos that you can watch. And like I always say, if this episode you think will help someone else that you care about, please send this link to this episode to them. You might be doing them a great service by doing that and you would help me a lot because I just love what I do and I just want to help as many people and reach as many people as possible. And if you can help me to do that, I would be eternally grateful. And like I always say, whatever you do, stay with me now, especially if you want to make some sort of change in your life because I have a lot more things to say. 